Lucy Porter Podcast. Hello everybody and welcome back to the Lucy Porter Podcast. Happy Easter guys, I hope you're having a fabulous time uh, <laughs> and celebrating Easter and everything that is Easter. And uh, yeah, today's podcast is going to be separated into three segments. The first being me reading a overview of the Easter story that has been lovingly provided to us by Miss Hannah Peacock. Miss Hannah Peacock is an angel in this world. I love her with all my heart. And she, she has come to me in my time of need. I said, Hannah, I want to, to tell the Easter story, but I don't know where to start. She said don't worry and she's popped me together this this overview and it's wonderful and I can't wait to share it with you guys the second segment my father and I will be doing a little easter egg review and we will be eating and uh, reviewing (laughs) reviewing the easter eggs and in the third segment my dad and I will be uh, answering all your dilemmas and it'll be great and wonderful and fantastic and without further ado thanks to Hannah Thanks again. Thanks always. Love you, Hannah. Thank you. I am going to do a little reading of the Easter story. It says, John's Gospel, colon, the Easter story, colon. Here we go. Jesus says to his disciples, In a little while, you won't see me anymore. But a little while after that, you will see me again. The disciples questioned what Jesus had said. They didn't understand. And Jesus explained to them, Yes, I came from the Father into the world, and now I will leave the world and return to the Father. They praised Jesus for what he had said and put their trust in him. I have told you all this so that you may have peace in me. Here on earth you will have many trials and sorrows, but take heart because I have overcome the world. The Jewish leaders were angered by Jesus for claiming that he was the Son of God. Judas, one of Jesus' disciples, agreed to betray Jesus and hand him into the religious leaders. As Jesus was praying, he was arrested by Roman soldiers. They handed him over to Pilate. I think that's Pilate. I always think it's Pilate, but I think, I think it's Pilate, guys. Go with it. They handed him over to Pilate, who spoke to Jesus and claimed he was innocent and not guilty of any crime. As of the custom of Passover, he offers to release Jesus, but instead the people shouted to release the criminal Barabbas, 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 Barabbas. Okay, the people shouted to release the criminal Barabbas. (laughs) I think it's Barabbas. The soldiers then whipped and beat Jesus and mocked him. That is not that is not kind. They wrapped him in a purple cloak and made a crown of thorns. Pilate offered a second time to release Jesus as he realised he was the son of God. But Jesus said nothing. He said to Jesus that he had the power to release him. But Jesus said, you would have no power over me at all unless it was given to you from above. So the one who handed me over to you has the greatest sin. The people then shouted for Jesus to be crucified. And Jesus had to carry his own cross to Golgotha, which is Hebrew for the place of the skull. Once he got there, the soldiers waited for him to die. Two others were crucified with him, with Jesus in the centre. 
When the soldiers crucified Jesus, they divided his clothes between the four of them. But when it came to his robe, which had no seams, they rolled the dice, which fulfilled the scripture where Jesus says, this will happen. Many people shouted to Jesus when he was on the cross. If you are the son of God, why don't you save yourself? But Jesus knew that he had to die in order to forgive his people for their sins. At noon, darkness fell across the land and Jesus took his last breath. He knew his mission was finished and to fulfil the scripture, he said, I am thirsty. The soldiers soaked a sponge in a jar of sour wine and put it on a hyssop branch and held it to his lips. When Jesus had tasted it, he said, it is finished and bowed his head and gave up his spirit. As Jesus died, the curtain in the temple that separated the priest from God's holy place tore in two. A soldier watched and said, this man truly was the son of God. The soldiers broke the legs of the other men. I found this on the web. Oh gosh, Siri, don't interrupt me while we're telling the Easter story. Come on now. Sorry about that, guys. My Apple watch popping off. Where was I? Um... The soldiers broke the legs of the other men to ensure they were dead, but did not break a bone on Jesus' body and instead pierced his ear, where blood and water came out. Afterwards, Joseph of Arimathea... Arimathea? Arimathea? Afterwards, Joseph of Arimathea came and took Jesus' body away, and after covering his body with 70 pounds of ointment and following Jewish burial custom, they wrapped Jesus' body with the spices in long sheets of linen cloth and placed him in a tomb. Early on Sunday morning, Mary Magdalene came to find the stone had rolled away from the entrance of the tomb. She ran to tell Simon and Peter and other disciples, and they all found the tomb empty. Later on, as Mary Magdalene was crying, she saw two angels, one standing at the head and one at the foot of where Jesus had been lying. They asked why she was crying, and she said it was because they had taken away her Lord. As she turned to leave, she saw someone standing there. She didn't recognise him at first. Jesus said, Dear woman, why are you crying? Who are you looking for? She then recognised him and said, Rabboni? which is Hebrew for teacher. Jesus instructed her to tell the others, so Mary Magdalene hurried to tell them she had seen Jesus. She remembered that Jesus had said he would rise on the third day. For the next 40 days, Jesus appeared to many of his disciples and others, showing them that he was alive. He taught them that what he did was the only way they could be forgiven and be with God forever. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son so that everyone that believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. Wow. Powerful. Interesting. Also, so harrowing that people used to actually get crucified. That's a lot to take in. I hope you enjoyed that, guys. We're going to move on to the Easter egg tasting now. Lucy Porter Podcast. Hello, Father. Hello, Lutie. <laughs> How are you today? I'm fine, brilliant. I'm, I'm, I'm very excited, like Christmas Day. It's Easter tomorrow. Brilliant. Um, tell the listeners how old you are. I'm 51, I think. <laughs> 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 but I've, I've lost my hair when I'm 30. I've got a shape like an egg. So, <laughs> yeah. 
I'm looking cool. So I like an umpty dumpty. You look. <laughs> so you you look like a, an Easter egg. Oh, thank you. <laughs> oh, thank you. I'd have to jump off the wall shortly. <laughs> <laughs> What's your star sign? Uh, I'm a Leo. Uh, yeah. A lion. A lion. Yeah. I'm very furry, brown, <laughs> I've got a long tail. Right. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. So, today we are going to do some Easter egg unboxing and we're going to taste the eggs and give you a, a little review. So, which one should we start with? My God, we've got two weeks to play here. <laughs> um, I don't know what way we'll start. Um, I think we'll play a mini egg. Nut cake. A mini eggs nest cake. Right, wow. okay. So you get four in the box. You get four in a box. Open it here. And then it's covered in plastic. Plastic? We don't. Yeah. We're dangerous game. Oh, wow. Yeah, I we are. Protect the world. Right. Don't buy plastic. Cadbury's, right. we want less plastic. Right. I'm going to take a bite. You take a bite. Mm. Interesting. Very interesting, yeah. <laughs> very nice. It's very moist and you get a, a mini egg on the top and it reminds me of my childhood because Grandma used to buy them all the time at Easter. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. We used to do um, eating egg hunting in the garden and we used to hide all the eggs by the plant pot. Yeah, <laughs> it reminds me back there like the old egg. <laughs> so I think I would give that 8 out of 10. Yeah, 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 8 out of 10. But I find it very dry. Do you? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was quite moist. Mm, well, it depends how long ago when they packed it. Yeah. I think they've been packed here a while. And it's been in the bottom for a long time. Um, but yeah, okay, I'd really, I'll go for 8 for Right, that. okay. Uh, which one should we do now? Maltesers. Maltesers egg. Let's unbox this. It's my favourite. Favourite chocolate? It is. Let in. Right, so you open the box, and inside the box you've got like a cardboard uh, basket. Yeah, And you get a packet of Maltesers and a golden egg. Mm. We're going to try the golden egg. Right. right. Crack this on your head. Um. Oh, 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 Right, let's let's have a look at this. What is it? What uh, make is it? Nestle? Is it Nestle? Um, oh, yeah, right. It's a... um, it wasn't made in York, but it's been bought out. Uh, I think it's Nestle. Yeah, but I think it's made in Poland now. Let's see. Let me see on here. I think it's... I think it's made in Poland. It's suitable for vegetarians, if you were uh, interested. Yeah, but why is it there? Isn't, isn't... Oh, it says here, Mars Wrigley Confectionery, Mars Island. Mars Island, oh, hey. It's fair trade, that's good. Oh, fair trade, wow. We like that, right. I like, I like that, keep it tidy. Yeah, we've Make got... Make a... put that in the bin, recycle. <laughs> right, try a bit of the egg. Try a bit. Yeah. It, it's definitely my favourite egg, I like that. It's not very heavy, quite light clockwork. Mm. Mm. Oh, yes, I would agree with you there. Put it back in there. Quite tasty as well. I like the taste. But when you look at the calories, very good. 
Well, we don't want to know. And they don't want to know anything. We don't, we don't. I don't want to feel I rec- upset. I recommend you for sport people. Right. If you're into your health and fitness, if you're into your health and fitness, you can eat Maltesers Easter eggs. I would give that 9 out of 10. Yeah, I can go from 9 out of 10. It's yeah. a, lot, a lot of weight. Well, yeah, you can like, like packing. Uh, yeah, but you can recycle this. You can, yeah, right. You yeah, can recycle the cardboard, but mm-hmm. that plastic, I don't think you can no, recycle you that from Cadbury's. Yeah. Not very happy with Cadbury's yeah. about that. So, so um, nine out of ten. Yeah, I right. agree with that. Yeah. Right. What next? This one. Oh, it's a... can you hear that, guys? It's a lint gold uh, bunny. Wow! Can you hear that? No, I think my battery's flat. My <laughs> ain't, I need a new battery in my ain't. But yeah, yeah, I can hear that. <laughs> oh, no. Right, so we'll undo this this bell. Don't kill him. He's wrecking his neck. I'm strangling the oh, bunny. No. Oh, he's oh. crying now. Oh, 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 there, we <laughs> there you go. <laughs> right, so let's try open it. This, probably my favourite Easter treat is a lint gold bunny rabbit. Simply because the ears are full of chocolate. Let me try this. Mmm, delicious. Try that. Very nice. That is nice. Mmm, mmm. Good quality. It's very famous chocolate. Is that from, it's from Austria? Switzerland, or? I think. It's Switzerland, then. Mm. Let me see. Frame. It's not telling me on the on here. Oh. But I think it's a Swiss chocolate chocolatier. I know, normally it's Belgium, the well known for chocolate, Belgium. Could no, Belgium, but I think though. this is. Let me ask, hey Siri, um, who makes lint chocolate? He's, he's thinking. Hmm, it's gonna have to be Belgium. I think it's Switzerland. It's, it's... Oh, he said, I'm sorry, but I can't take requests right now. Please try again later. Oh. Siri? But I've died in a lot on yeah. TV. And it do Christmas I think it's well. definitely Swiss. I would put money on it. Okay. I would put well, money on it. Out, but actually, um, they do white chocolate in Morriton today, won't they? A and, white um, chocolate rabbit. I don't know what it's like with wine, but I prepared that. Mm. And I would, I would have to take 10 out of 10 because yeah. I, like, I like looking at them. It's a very happy bunny rabbit with a bell around his neck. Uh, yeah, I recommend it. They do all different styles as well. I think I'd give it 11 out of 10. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's an excellent one. Yeah. That's a point of one. It's that my, well. Yeah. My favourite. Uh, it is your favourite thing favorite. to hear. I, I agree with that. Right. Next one. Mini eggs, Cadbury's uh, egg. Well, the trouble is now, that company has been bought by an American company now. They've got called chocolate, called candy. Right. And it tastes different. I don't know. It's different. Oh, yeah, because if I show you this egg 10 years ago, you know the difference. And it, it, they change a lot. They change the references now. And it's been bought by an American company. Right. So, you can recycle this box. So, that's good. You can recycle it, the it, foil. But you can't recycle the plastic from the mini eggs. So you get an egg and you get a packet of mini eggs. But unfortunately, Grandma has already eaten the packet of mini eggs. So yeah, we're just... didn't, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we're just left with the egg. Right, can I crack it on your head again? again. Ready? Oh! Oh, oh, oh my God. God. Oh, my oh, God. No. God. Oh, my God. What have we done? Oh, oh right. Okay, unwrap this. It's cracked, it? <laughs> uh, Yes, it's cracked. It is cracked. Here we go. 
But it's fair trade as well. You know what I love doing? Is it fair trade? That's good. Yeah. I love getting the two halves and going like this. Like a horse. Yeah, like a coconut. Yes. Wow. It says here, Happy Easter from Cadbury. Oh. Right. Try a bit. Thank you very much. Let's try a bit of this. Mm. It's not clockwork. I can say that. It's not. Well, it is. It's made with cocoa, hundred percent sourced cocoa. It's chocolate. Yeah. Mm. I prefer. It could be that. It could be that egg. I um. I prefer the taste of the Malteser egg. I do. Yeah. I have yeah. to say. It's not bad. I think I would give it six out of ten. Yeah, I would. Pretty yeah. average, yeah. Yeah, I go for ten as well. Yeah. Right. Well, not much to say about that really. It's just Cadbury's Easter egg. Yeah. 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 Right. The last thing we're unboxing uh, is Fortnum and Mason six golden eggs, real eggshells filled with milk chocolate hazelnut paraline. Praline. I don't know what that is. No. So it's in it's in an egg box, like an actual egg box. You know when you buy eggs in the supermarket. Yeah. And I'll open it, and inside you've got six eggs that are golden, and they look like normal chicken eggs. Now, <laughs> if you um, if you if you don't read the label properly, you probably would just bite into this golden egg but you have to be aware that uh, it's eggshell yeah the problem is though when you look at it it looks like it's cold you know it's look like it's ready to win and put straight in your mouth but there's no warning sign on the lid not on, on the egg box anything doing it said break this eggshell first but only on the cover that's the problem and um it's not good for the young children, that for sure, because they think it's get easy to trade away when they look at it. And they'll be poisoned. Yeah, oh no, Fortnum. Right, so underneath there's a little sticky thing. I'm going to take that off. And then I'm assuming I peel it like a boiled egg. Should we crack it? You're doing it with a knife, that's what With a knife? Oh no, look, I've done it. Oh, well done. Oh, maybe you're supposed to get a spoon. Oh, like I'm a boiled sure. egg. I don't know, we'll try that. So, I'm cracking the eggshell off. And it is real eggshell, yeah. which is crazy. Like right, and now I've got a spoon. So imagine you've got your egg and soldiers. Ah, yeah. that makes sense. It is makes sense, yeah. Right, let's try it. Right, you try a bit. Mm. Interesting taste. Very interesting. It's very rich. It's it's really quite rich. Um, I don't like the turn. You don't like the hazelnut? Let me have another another try. Let me let mm, me see. What is it? I'm not sure what it is. Hazelnut. Yeah. Yeah. It's too rich. Yeah. It's too rich for me. Yeah, no, I won't. No, I won't recommend it. I'm going to have to do it because I'm really? not a big fan of it. A bit disappointed with Fortnum and Mason, considering it's a very reputable, expensive supermarket sh uh, shop to buy from. Bit disappointing there. It's too rich. I like two spoonfuls is, is enough. Yeah, yeah. Well, I agree with that. So yeah, so, yeah. So. That's the that's all the eggs we've got. The Easter treats we've got. So, before you go, I want I would like to say happy Easter to all the family and friends, and have have a great day tomorrow. Yeah, so happy Easter. We've got another thing to do now. Oh no, what's yeah. that?
Well, the listeners have sent in some questions and we have to answer them together. Oh, no. Yeah, so we're not finished yet. So, the first question for us is, what is the first thing I should do when we get out of lockdown? It's a hard one. Go visit someone you've not seen in a yeah, long time. Yeah, yeah, Um Go visit him, really. Go see family and friends, really. Get out as much as you can and go to different places. Yeah. Um, the thing where you can't do while you're locked down. But, yeah, yeah, like, like do more sports and meeting people up. It's hard because you don't want to rush into it and then no. we go backwards. We want to be careful and go forwards. But I would say, you know, go see someone you've not seen in a long time. And you, well, I'm, you I'm miss... two metres away and... Outdoor, if it's in the garden, if it's it fine no at problem. the moment, yeah. If it's yeah. normally in the garden, um, but it will get better, but it's just got to be careful. Still got to wear a mask, still got to wash your hands, and you know, um, going places, still got to keep safe. That's what the most yeah. important is. Keep yeah. safe. That is the that is straight from the horse's mouth. Keep safe. Keep safe. Yep. Yeah. Okay, next one. I have trauma about hairless chimps I saw at the zoo once. How can I overcome this? So, <laughs> basically, basically, my friend, he went to Twycross Zoo and he saw these chimpanzees, but the chimpanzees had, like, no hair. They got alopecia, they had hair loss, and he's been having nightmares about it ever since. How can he move forwards it's a very good question. I'm not a doctor. Yeah, that is true. It's a difficult one. It needs help. Yeah, I think you need to go pay a therapist or something. It needs help. You need to do it Or go to the zookeeper. It might have fine. Yeah, it might tell you what's wrong with them, how the, if they're happy or not. Um, yeah, they have more information, don't they? Yeah, yeah. The, the the chimpanzee can't help it if he's got hair loss. He can't yeah. help it. Uh, but we would we would recommend seeing a specialist to or, help or, you. Or do some googling. Googling. Yeah, do some research. There's, there's a lot of reason why they lose their fur. Could be could be winter cold. Could be a summer cold. We don't know. <laughs> could so, be stress. Could stressed be out living in the zoo. Doctor. I've not seen people for a long time. You know, I've probably come around and not seen anyone for a long time. Could be that. Could be Could trip. be. Could be. Um, so, yeah, go see someone about that. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> what is the best horror film of 2021? That's a difficult one. It's well, Tom and Ewan, isn't it? What's that one you told us to watch? Um... And you said it's the best horror film of 2020. Oh, I can't remember now. Um, um, like, not not spiky. Um, good question. What was it called? It was, it's, what was it about? I can't remember now. About that person that... Oh, I want to... He goes round and he kills someone and then... He's not the only one. There's a group of them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot what you call it now. Um... Oh, oh, like slashy or something. I can't oh, remember. Oh, yeah, I know what I mean. Yeah. Um, oh. oh. I forgot. Oh, no. I, I can't remember. Um, I'll have a look on Netflix. Yeah, go on Netflix. I, I, I have a look now. I'll have a look. Uh, I really like uh, Insidious. I think they're really scary films. 
The Conjuring, or Conjuring, or whatever you want to call it. They're scary. My best favourite horror film, um, The Haunting in Connecticut, number one. And I remember we went to Blockbuster and we got The Haunting in Connecticut, number one. And it was a fantastic film. I miss, I really miss Blockbuster. What about that, that film we like, uh, Rollercoaster one? Rollercoaster? Um... Oh, Final Destination. Yeah, yeah they're we, good. We, we, should, we should watch that. It's, yeah. It's really good. We, I like yeah. that. Yeah. It's a good films, yeah. Um, is it Spice? It's like Spice. It begins with an S, this film you're trying to find. Is like it? Spicy or Slicey or something like that. I'll have to get back to you on that one. I can't remember the name. No, I can't remember um, What um, other ones is good? Um... There's a lot of rubbish ones on Netflix the at the problem, moment. That's the problem, yeah. No good. Um, it's too many listings there. It's too many of them, isn't there? Too many to choose from. Too many to choose from. Insidious, The Conjuring. The best, the best one I ever like, overall, Friday the 13th. Really? Yeah, the old type, not the old Friday type. Friday the 13th? What's that? Nightmare on Elm Street? No. No, no, it's just a Friday the 13th. Oh, I don't know. And then there's another one that I like, the Texas Chainsaw. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And the old one, not the new one. Scary, that. If I uh, cut people up with Chainsaw, I like that. <laughs> Quite interesting. <laughs> and they're, they're flying around like a football. Quite interesting. <laughs> My God. Yeah, I know, but I still have a bad dream after that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Right, we'll go on to the next question now. Um, so, I am a student living in a student house. However, the landlords never get problems sorted and they've left the house a mess when we moved in. What can I do? Well, it's very common in, in natural way. Any landlords don't make an effort to sort in. Um, it's a difficult one. We've been going on for, for a long time. Yeah, and we've experienced this firsthand. We've learned a lot, really. Um, but I'm hoping Lucy and everybody learn from all this. It doesn't happen to anywhere in the United Kingdom with landlord renting property. The promise thing will never happen. Um, but what happens if you don't pay the rent, they'll kick you out, simple as that. So it's not, it's very difficult to have a relationship with the landlord. Um, also, they get the letting agency to run it and they're getting all the problems and about it um, but things have been going on for a while when Lucy's staying and nothing jumping about it but I've tried it and the letting agency um, they're very slow they're slow but he's not taking the action what I asked him to do but he didn't know it so I was a bit disappointed with that it's still ongoing now and when they moved out in July um all the new ones coming in in Oregon, they'll be better off because they're up to date by then. So, um, yeah. so what you have to remember is even though you're a student, you still got rights. Yeah. You're not a, you're not an animal. You don't have to live in a filthy falling down house. You know, you're paying a lot of money to live in this place and you you have rights and don't be scared to pipe up to the letting agents. Don't be scared, you know. You've got to stand up for yourself sometimes. Yeah, that, that that's a good advice, Dad. But other thing is, never let them walk all over you. You've got to stick up for yourself. And if, any day you're a customer to them, mm. you're paying the rent. So without you, they're not getting the rent money. And a lot of landlords want their money. So um, 
for any day. There's some good landlords out there. It's just sometimes you get the wrong one. Sometimes they don't want to put money into it. They want money off you, but they don't want to put money into a property. And uh, they're expecting you to live in like a, like a rat, really. So, um, I want... Yeah. But I, do, I have seen worse landlords. I mean, I've seen on TV, sometimes you get nothing out of them. Um, but what they're saying is, if you, you can move on and move out, but there's no other property available. That's why that's why they won't do anything about it, if they know that. Mm. So, yeah. So, you know, stay strong and stand you learn up for yourself. You learn from it. But you will, it will, life is hard out there. You will <laughs> learn from it. Oh, God. Because it's how it is. Um, it's just one of those things, really. Good luck. Good luck with it. Right, the last question. Working isn't the life for me. Any tips on being able to have an early retirement, preferably at age 21? <laughs> um, oh. I think the best way to do this, you need to find someone with a lot of money and you get married to them and then you can just be a housewife, a house husband. You're just chilling out, living your best life with their money. Or buy a lottery ticket. Yes, you could enter the lottery, but I don't. Be- I don't know how I feel about it because there's so many people entering it. What is the chance of you winning? It's all about luck. Um, it's everything else, like food machines and horse racing. It's all poor luck. It's all about luck. Mm. Um, but nice to have a big win. Um, but few people won big, and they don't come out happy at the end. No, they spend it all. They spend it all and they're unhappy and we've got people knocking on doors and me and you for money and what kind of life is that? And um, it's nice to have some money behind you, but if you, if you won 100 million, like someone won last night, 122 million last night, what can you do with it? <laughs> you know what I mean? I can think, I think I, do you know what I would do? I would buy a big house with some land and I would get a horse. I'd go on a yacht for a holiday, charter char, a private yacht. Um, what else? I buy you a helicopter because I know you like helicopters. You can have some helicopter lessons as well. well that'd be good. That'd be brilliant. Uh, <laughs> I, I like I like a house like part of Lucy. It's a swimming pool with a gym. Yeah, it's a, a mutt. And also, I do a lot of cycling as well, and I like to have an indoor cycling. You can build a, ve- a velodrome, you know, one of those <laughs> yeah. things. Around the house. Yeah. Indo- I'll go for an indoor one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be good. That's a good idea. Yeah. Um, but... And then I think I'd give some to charity, you know. Oh, yeah. Just just make an anonymous donation, a million especially, pounds. Especially with all this COVID going on, a lot of charities are struggling at the moment. Yeah. And a lot of charities closing down as well, and... They need money as well, and it's, it's difficult because a lot of things you can't do. Like, marathon running, they raise your money, they can't do that. It's a cycling one, got cancelled, they can't raise money for that. Everybody's shuffling, and um, so hopefully, hopefully, get back to normal and get this charity up and running and get money raising for them as well. But I agree with Lucy, if you're a big win, definitely put some money towards charity. Yeah. You know, all the different charities as well. I could pay off my uh, university debt, pay off my student loan. Yep. Ha! 
Yeah, I'm doing your own, yeah. You don't have to, you don't want to. <laughs> no, I won't bother. I won't bother. You don't bother. Want to. Yeah, but you tell him you've got, you've got 100 million, but you pay him later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, I can't afford you to pay you, but I will yeah. pay him. Oh, gosh. I get a job for every 25 grand, and yeah. I, I'll pay you back. Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't tell him, don't no, tell don't, him. Don't tell him, they won't know about it. Um... <laughs> But sometimes um, when people win the lottery, they don't want public to know about it. You know what? I would buy a car. Oh my I god! I would buy a car tomorrow if I won the lottery. What car? car? Uh, what car would you buy? I go for four wheel drive. What, like a Range Rover yeah, or Mercedes, Audi? Yeah, uh, nice. Porsche a big car, a big like a big dad heavy car. car. Big heavy car. Yeah. Uh, be nice to get an electric car, but it's yeah. not happening though. You can do like hybrid. It's like half and half. I think there's a doom, but I don't know what feedback on that. I don't know anything about it. Well, but um, when you win the lottery, you can research it and find you, out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it, I don't. The electric car. I don't think it's going to be not going to come out this time. Probably next ten years they'll come out. But they're still working hard. Um, They've but, got... You can buy electric cars, but... Yeah, but you, you can't travel to London in electric. And you have to charge up in everything. That's what's going wrong. And in, you can't get the power out you want it. But on the half-half, you're able to. But most people stick with petrol and diesel. Mm. So they know they get the power. But you've got to think what's better for the environment. Well, they are working hard and... Um, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. And let's hope that something's going to come out. Come out the better, you know. Hopefully our government focus on pollution, get the pollution down. Uh, they, have to, they have to come down at some point. Yeah. It's quite high at the moment. The government needs to speak to the manufacturers of food talk to them about how they're packaging their food because there's far too much plastic going on. Yeah, there's a then, lot of plastic. They need some, Especially something. we watch is that thing on an eye. Watching Sea Spiracy. Oh, no. Yeah, oh, my God. And it's quite upsetting as well. It's really upsetting and heartbreaking. Really bad. But what I can't believe is so much plastic. And I show you the amount of plastic in the day now. It's just shocking. You want to know about it if you watch that documentary, want to... If you watch that, you're in a damp pressure, but the plastic, don't believe it. It's just air, air plunk. Yeah, draw, but wanna... no, but it was what they were saying was that only it was like over fifty percent or something is plastic from commercial fishermen when they're dropping their nets, leaving the plastic nets in the ocean. That's where most of the plastic pollution's coming from. And they're saying not there is there obviously is, you know, straws and things like that from us. But the the majority is coming from commercial fishing, and no one's talking about that. And something needs to be done with the fishermen to sort this out because they're polluting the sea so much. Mm. But at the moment, it's getting worse. That's the problem. Yeah, um, I think I'm not eating any more fish after watching that. I pass. I've really, it's really put me off. I ooh. But it's not always on the news about plastic. That's the problem. They only come out so much. Don't they? Mm. But but well, that bird on the waffle and I, it's a shocker. You won't you won't never thought that'd come out. You never never seen that happen. And it's quite upsetting as well. Very upsetting. It's getting kind of golfing and whaling for no reason. Why? 
that's a question mark. Why are they doing it? Is it story about the tuna, wasn't there? Yeah. That's quite shocking, tuna. Um, and the shark, shark fin. Uh, shark fin, That yeah. was awful. Yeah, but they used it for... Soup. Importing from Thailand to China, wasn't there? No, I think it was in Japan where they were doing oh, it. Oh, yeah, then, yeah, it was Japan, yeah. Uh, it's quite popular in Asian cultures to have this shark fin soup, but this guy was saying it doesn't taste of anything. It costs a lot of money, it tastes like... Rubbish. But they're paying a lot of money as well. They're yeah. paying like 100 quid for the dope. 100 pound each. It's mad. So I don't know. It's crazy. So, like, yeah. <laughs> if you win the lottery, then you can retire at 21. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, have, a, have a wonderful life, I'm sure. I'm sure you can manage that. <laughs> have a more, like, more like you'll be going to nightclub if you know, and go to pub if you know. Yeah, sounds good. A buying clone. Yeah, shoes. You, definitely you need a mansion for all the mountain clones you're buying. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, but make sure you buy a proper clone. Sustainable clothing, yeah. not fast fashion. Yeah. Gosh, yeah. So, yeah, thank you for coming on the podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've enjoyed that. And um, I'm going to tell you then, very happy Easter. Um, I'll see you soon. Yeah. And... Um, I think we're going to be bidding tonight. We're going to eat all the egg, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. When we're watching a film, we'll oh, be We're going to watch a film, but I don't know what. <laughs> we don't know what yet, no. Uh, yeah, thank you so much, and uh, I hope you enjoyed the podcast, guys. Stay positive and uh, stay safe. Lots of love. Bye. 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 Bye.